This is the Meatbag Podcast with Dylan Bedini. Hello everybody and welcome to what I would call the most refreshing, most hydrating episode you've ever listened to. I'm your host, Dylan Bettany. Now, before we dive into today's episode, I have to say thank you to everyone, everyone who supported me on this incredible journey. I'm very humbled. So here we are, four weeks in, and that can mean only one thing. Welcome to episode four of Meatbag. We live in a world, all this trendy crap to drink. Bubble teas, prime energy drinks, iced chai tea lattes with matcha cream and cold foam. I don't even know what that is. It's easy to see how plain old water, our transparent and often unsung hero, tends to get pushed to the back of the line. It's not just a bland thirst quencher. It's the secret ingredient of vitality. We've all heard the advice to drink more water. But have you ever really thought, why the hell is it such a big deal? Why do all these fitness mofos bang on about its potential? Well, hold on to your BPA-free reusable water bottles because that's the rabbit hole we're jumping into today. So why should we be giving water the spotlight? Why should you care? First off, we all know it's the ultimate detox tool. And I really hate the word detox, but it helps our kidneys flush out those nasty toxins faster than you can say, oh balls, I need to pee again. Water is your body's lifeline. Every cell, every tissue, every organ depends on it to function at its best. If you imagine your body as an engine, brum brum, water is the oil that keeps the gears running smoothly, your joints lubricated and your muscles contracting efficiently. It's about powering up your body from the inside out. Water is your skin's best friend. It's the Ben to your Jerry. Seriously, it's the ultimate moisturiser. Dry skin. Well, that's not a great look, unless you're auditioning for a zombie movie. Water keeps your skin all plump and happy and keeps your complexion clear, giving you that hydrated glow. So you're walking around as radiant as a wet raccoon. Now, electrolytes. Many people seem to look at electrolytes the same way that they look at protein. They think protein comes in a scoop and they think electrolytes comes in a powder or a pill. Electrolyte-rich foods are sodium and chloride and salt, calcium in your dairy, obviously, and leafy greens, phosphate, meat and dairy again, potassium, obviously bananas, oranges, avocados, beetroot, magnesium, nuts and seeds. The problem is, with electrolytes, you lose them when you sweat or when you pee. So you have to keep that balance. Electrolytes are vital for muscle contraction, for nerve function, and for overall cellular health. Electrolyte supplements obviously can be highly beneficial for intense exercise, dehydration, medical requirements, or when your diet falls short of providing essential electrolytes. So the top four excuses why people don't drink enough water are, number one, lack of awareness. Many people out there have absolutely no clue. They have no idea how much water they need or or why they should care. Well, hopefully this episode will cover that. Number two, either too busy or forgetfulness. Really? You forgot? You can remember every detail of that Netflix show that you binged last year, but you can't remember to drink one glass of water. And too busy. What a fabulous excuse for dehydration. Because clearly, being dizzy and fatigued is a fantastic way to get through the day. Even the busiest people on the planet can spare a minute to hydrate. Reason number three. Limited access to clean water. Sadly, many people in this world don't have access to clean drinking water. But I reckon if you listen to this on your smartphone, 
through Spotify or Amazon Music, I'm guessing you've got access to a tap. And reason number four, the taste. I know what you're thinking. Water is tasteless and boring. Yes, it's boring. But so is listening to people talk about their kids. Or having to hit the accept cookie button on every fecking website. But it's so worth it. I'm sure we've all tasted worse. And I'm not just talking about birthdays and anniversaries. It's not always watermelon sugar, is it? Water is amazing. Even if it's not winning any taste contest. Surprisingly though, in places like New York or Chicago, they think their tap water is liquid gold. But for the rest of us who think it tastes like it's been filtered through an old gym sock, instead of us grabbing a glass of water, what do we do? We grab some sugary drink with a rainbow of artificial colours and flavourings. That's the thing about water too. It's zero calories, zero carbs and zero fat. There is 140 calories in a can of coke. That's more calories than a two-finger Kit Kat. And many would turn down a cheeky finger, but would not even consider the calories they were drinking. Water is a powerful ally in shedding unwanted pounds. Drinking water can boost your metabolism and help burn more calories more efficiently. Flavoured water can totally help keep you hydrated. But here's the deal. They're adding all sorts of stuff to it. They're sneaking stuff into water like it's a spy movie on Netflix. Added sugars, sweeteners and flavourings. Some of these flavoured water labels read like a shampoo bottle. So next time you grab one, make sure you give that label a quick check. Sparkling water is an option too. But people sometimes overhype sparkling water. It's just carbonated water. It's just bubbles. It's not magic. Yes, sparkling water is mildly acidic. It's around 4 to 5 on the pH scale. But it's still gentler on your teeth than juice or most soft drinks. And no, it doesn't hydrate you any better than still water. But if you're choosing between fizzy water or a sugar-loaded fizzy drink, yes, go for the bubbles. Speaking of fizzy bubbles, alcohol, on the other hand, is absolutely no friend when it comes to hydration. It's a diuretic. And diuretics are like hydration hackers flushing out extra water by ramping up urine production and leaving you massively dehydrated and this results in headaches and hangovers etc so you end up pissing like a racehorse but also feeling like a dried up sponge at the same time you see alcohol impacts two hormones in your body it starts playing puppet master with a hormone called vasopressin and that's the hormone that's supposed to tell your kidneys to hold on to water and then it messes with another one called aldosterone that's the hormone that keeps your electrolyte levels in check it's like a hormone shit show in your body when you drink alcohol when people say i don't get hangover many people jump to the conclusion maybe they have a higher tolerance to alcohol that might be the case but maybe it's the diet or their electrolyte balance or their hydration and it's not just alcohol either Drinks that are known to have diuretic effects are any that contain caffeine. So that's your tea, your coffee, your energy drinks. It's basically all the fun ones. What's the fix? Drink water like it's your mission and you choose to accept it. Half the time, we're not even aware of our water needs. We're walking around all day like, I feel terrible and I have no idea why. Maybe it's because we're dehydrated as hell. Dehydration is no joke. It messes with our body's temperature, our joints, our nutrient transport. Water helps all of our food and our waste slide through our system with no traffic jams. And this is where it gets messy. 
You see, when you aren't drinking enough water, our kidneys go into conservation mode. And one of the ways that your body does this is by reabsorbing the water from your urine. And that's pretty gross, right? So that pissy, unwanted water that our body has already decided that it no longer wants goes back into our bloodstream, resulting in this concentrated and acidic urine. And that's an invitation for all sorts of unwanted guests, like UTIs, kidney stones, and kidney-related diseases. And when you're dehydrated, it's like your brain's on holiday. Slow reactions, mood swings, reduced clarity, basically making you feel like a lost puppy in a maze. Makes me wonder if all those dumbasses I interact with on a daily basis, maybe they just need a refill. Maybe they just need more water. Dehydration leads to irritability, dry skin, headaches, dizziness, fatigue, and muscle issues like cramping and weakness. Let's talk about dehydration and how it messes with your heart. You see, blood is mostly water. And when you skimp on hydration, your blood becomes thicker and more difficult to circulate. It's like turning your blood into sludge. And that's a recipe for trouble. It can lead to high blood pressure, putting you at risk of heart problems, clots, and even strokes. So don't be a dummy. Hydrate properly. Hydration doesn't have to come just from drinking water. Fruits and veggies with high water content can all help keep you hydrated. So how much should we be drinking? Well, the general recommendation is to drink about two litres, which is about eight cups. But it varies. Things like age, activity, pregnancy, even the climate are all factors to consider. Can you overdo it? Absolutely. It's called water intoxication. If you chug more than your kidneys can handle, your blood and your blood sodium levels are going to experience a significant drop. Like little Tom Cruise jumping off a mountain. Balance is key, especially during intense activity. Drink often enough throughout the day for clear, paler urine. If your pee starts looking like pale champagne, you're doing fine. And if it looks like Guinness, you need more water. Stay hydrated, take care of your body, embrace the countless benefits that water has been providing to humans, animals and plants for thousands of years. Drink it like it's the elixir of life because, well, it kind of is. Thanks for tuning in. Each week we're jumping headfirst into the insanity, healthy eating, fad diets and fitness mumbo jumbo. I'm here to cut through the crap, no sugar coating, maybe a bit of oversharing and unfortunately the odd bad pun. And please hit that like and subscribe button. Your support keeps this podcast alive. So do it now and let's keep this show on the road. Let's build a community of meatbag misfits. Thanks for listening. And as always, stay safe, everybody. This is the Meatbag Podcast with Dylan Bedeney.